when you sit in front of an investor, you have to be who you are, okay? Because that's who you are when you run that company. So if the investor comes in and say, you know what? I think Jenny's too strong. I don't match with her personality. Great. Thank you. You know. Hey, welcome to My Company Story. I'm your host, Don Burge. My Company Story is a podcast where I get to interview some of the most interesting business owners and CEOs about the challenges that they've faced and how they've overcome them. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm here today with Jenny Todd. Jenny is the founder, CEO, and co-founder and managing director of two companies, CoinLinked and VC Network. CoinLinked is an American online social commerce platform powered by decentralized blockchain solution to connect the traditional marketplaces of today with the digital currencies of tomorrow. This powerful technology provides a brand new concept in crypto commerce, allowing users and consumers to purchase any product from any website in the world playing with paying with these tools. So Jenny's a veteran of Wall Street, a self-made millionaire, and a seasoned entrepreneur with two highly successful early ventures to her credit. I'm proud to have her on the show. Jenny, welcome to My Company Story. Thank you for having me, Don. Very honored to be here today. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jenny. Let us uh, let me ask you a few questions so that the audience gets an idea of really who you are and, and who they're listening to. So currently, you're running two companies, a tech social commerce platform and a fintech virtual like eHarmony meets Shark Tank kind of uh, a company matching entrepreneurs and VCs. Can you explain a little bit to our audience a bit about those two companies? Sure, Don. Uh, the tech company CoinLink uh, is uh, a social crypto commerce. Uh, basically, it's uh, like uh, Instagram and Amazon under one roof. Uh, and basically, uh, at the same time, um, our user, it's a social media platform, uh, plus the add-on feature uh, for users to buy um, things like from Amazon. The, the, the unique thing is uh, our platform, we don't list a bunch of stuff. So it's for buyers only. They come to our platform. They bring along the link of wherever it is from Macy, Nordstrom, Amazon, eBay, and they uh, place an order on our platform. And we call that drop shipping. Uh, and the uni unique thing uh, on our platform is they can pay with the modern day cryptocurrency. I'm sure most of your audience may have heard of Bitcoin uh, recently. Uh, there's thousands of different types of cryptocurrency. And uh, on our platform, we accept most of them. Uh, and that's uh, the uniqueness of CoinLink, uh, the second company that well, Jenny, I Jenny, run. Hold on, let me, let sure. me interrupt you just a second, Jenny, because I want to understand this sure. a little bit better on CoinLink. So on CoinLink, sure. it's a website that I, if I want to buy something at Macy's, I see a sweater for my wife I want to buy for her for Christmas. I'll find the sweater on Macy's. And then do I go to CoinLink then to purchase it with Bitcoin? And tell me a little bit more about how that works. Yeah, so if you find a sweater, a uh, beautiful sweater uh, at Macy for your wife, uh, every single item uh, on the internet, wherever in China, in Europe, in Paris even, it should have an individual unique link to that item. So what you do is you take that link by the simple copy and paste. Oh, I copy the URL. So as I'm about yeah. to, as, I, as I'm looking at that product on Macy's website, I just copied the URL and pasted over on your site? 
That is correct. We have we have an order. Uh, it's like a, 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 a an order button that you click, uh, place an order. Uh, you fill out your name, email, da da da, and then you paste that link. Uh, and then you choose what you want to pay with. Right now, we have three options. There's Bitcoin, there's Ethereum, and there's a universal uh, crypto. So say if you, if, if, if you want to keep your Bitcoin, if you want to keep your Ethereum, but you have other cryptocurrencies that you wanted to use to buy the sweater from Paris, not necessarily Macy, anywhere around the world, uh, you click the universal uh, 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 choice. And then you just go and then one of our team members will reach out to you and have your your order process and boom, uh, the, the sweater will be shipped directly from Macy's to you. Not to, oh, not well. from us. So I get I get yeah. it just like I'm buying from Macy's website, but I'm buying exactly. it through you. But, but I get it from exactly. Macy's. The box comes from Macy's, the email confirmation, exactly. all of that business comes in. But you are really helping me tra- do the transaction with Bitcoin or from cryptocurrency. You got it. You hit the nail right on the head with that one. Exactly. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I understand now. That's great. Thanks for explaining that. Now let's go over mm-hmm. to VC Network if we can. I know you're about to talk about what that company is all about. That's your other company. Yes, I'm quite excited. And, and I usually pride myself and I somewhat compare myself with Jack Dorsey because uh, he's doing a great job. Those who, who don't know Jack, who, who Jack Dorsey is, uh, he's basically running two companies too, Twitter and Square. So, um, so the Twitter side, which is similar to my CoinLink, and the Square side is kind of similar to VC Network too as well. Uh, VC Network is basically a, it's like a Shark Tank that you've seen on television, but it's a digital, uh, digitized, meaning that uh, on one end, startups come in, fill out a simple questionnaire. Uh, what kind of startup they are. Are they looking for how much money they wanted to raise? Or uh, And then on the opposite side, uh, we have potential investors from all over the world, uh, angel investors, VCs, high net worth investors. We've launched VC Network about three years ago. And currently in our database, we have over 500,000 uh, investors, angels, VCs, uh, in our, our database that uh, startups can uh, certainly tap into and well, you have, connect. You have 500, over 500,000 people that are out there with money in their pocket ready to invest in startup companies then. That is correct. That That's is tremendous. absolutely correct. So yes. if anyone listening to this is in a startup mode then and they have an idea they want to raise money, uh, they can. what do they do then? They simply go to your website and, and fill something out or tell us about that process. Yes, they just go to vcnetwork.co, not .com, uh, .co, uh, and click on uh, the button there uh, that they, they're a startup. And uh, um, I've tried it a couple of times. It took me less than five minutes to do it. Uh, everything is free. Fill out your name, email, contact number. Uh, choose the sector that your startup is in because our algorithm is going to kick in. And, 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 and make that work. And then uh, you just, you know, attach a deck or a uh, business plan at the very end uh, and you just click go. And then uh, it, our database just takes over our algorithm and it connects you with uh, the VCs that are interested in that particular space. 
That's fantastic, Jane. That is great. Now, how can you give us any idea of the success stories or the the or the scale or the scope that this has taken on since you launched it three years ago? Yes, we we know for sure there are numerous numerous checks that have been written that uh, were under a hundred. Anything above that is somewhat confidential, and obviously, as you know, uh, a lot of the investors tend to keep things uh, under wraps until the story gets a little bit more successful because uh, investing in startups are, of course, high risk. And, and, and I'm the type that I tend to be a straight shooter. Um, and so usually they, uh, they assist the startup to do things right, like writing a check, 25000 75000 100000 et cetera, uh, and make sure the CEO and the startup, usually they're not at my caliber, obviously, because I'm a serial entrepreneur. Uh, but a lot of the startups, they uh, they do it their first time. So they may need help with legal, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of these things are under NDAs. And so it's up to the investor and the startups, uh, both sides, uh, to give me permission to say it. Uh, you know, but uh, so far, uh, most of the, the deals have been under wraps. Got it. Got it. That's great. And really, what you're you're you are the platform to put the two together. You're you're not uh, you know you're not involved in the transaction anyway. You're just like the uh, like you said eHarmony. You're just matching up the uh, the dating service that's out there right now, saying boy wants to meet girl. Here's a boy. Here's a girl. Put them together, and that's that. So that that's what you're that's what this is all about. Then right. Exactly. Once again, you hit the nail right on the head. That's fantastic. Well, Jenny, let us. Uh, I'd, I'd like to ask you about the challenges that you have faced in your career. And really, you mentioned you're a serial entrepreneur and self-made millionaire. Right? And can you tell the audience a little bit about uh, your early background, where you came from, how you ended up where you are today, and and perhaps one of, one of the one or two really challenges that have stood out in your journey to get you where you are right now? Gotcha. Uh, real quick about my background is, uh, of course, I was raised by a single mother. Um, I was super, super poor. Uh, what that means here in the United States is I was on welfare. Uh, I wore secondhand clothes, beat up shoes. Uh, my father was a prisoner of war, the Vietnam War. So uh, that was why I was raised by a single mother. Um, I didn't see him again until my mid-20s. And of course, by that time, I was already a self-made millionaire. Uh, so I thank most of that work to my mom, obviously, um, with, uh, my first broker dealer, uh, I, you know, I'm probably the only female, uh, in the world today that have founded two, uh, broker dealers, uh, which are investment banks. Uh, basically they are a small size of Goldman Sachs. I'm sure a lot of your audience know who Goldman Sachs, uh, are or Morgan Stanley, a broker dealer is uh, that kind of a company. So I run, uh, I founded two of them. I ran two of them and they've both been acquired. Uh, so going back to your question of the challenges that I have faced uh, in my life being a serial entrepreneur. Um, so basically what I face, the challenges each and every day uh, is similar to other women uh, entrepreneur, female entrepreneurs, uh, that face uh, when they um, when they are a female uh, founder uh, in the startup world. 
Uh, what that means is within the last five to six years, uh, funding for female founders have been stagnated at a horrible 2%, uh, while male founders rack in 98%, which is the balance. Wow, Jenny, why, uh, so do, you th- I be- why do you think that is? Or what, what do you think is going on out there in that world? Because you know the world better than anybody, that world better than anyone. What do you think is, the, is, is going on? Well, I believe it's uh, it's it's a really I've done a couple research and based upon my own research, I find out is that majority of the investors, of course, the ones who are doing the check writing, even yourself, Don, let's just say you and your wife, uh, you know, usually the male makes the decision, not the female. Right. right. So when the male makes the, when the, when the men make the decision uh, and they write the check, they tend to gear towards other male because it, it's something that they. They, they, you know, hit elbows and say, hey, bud, a football right. more game. Of a, more of a comfort you know, zone. It, I, I understand that. Yeah, yes. more of a comfort zone. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then and then the, the minority who are writing checks, which are the females, they don't write all of their checks to other female founders as well. If you get what I'm saying, like I'm a female, right? right. I'm an angel investor, right? Yes, I want to write all of my checks to female founders, but sometimes... I look back at all of the check. Let's just say one one given year, I, I write, let's just say five checks, $25,000 each to, to startups. And I will look back at my check and it tends to also be either two to three to male founders and then the other two, sometimes two, three female founders. So not 100% of my checks go to female founders as well. Now, if you would say, well, why is that, Jenny? Well, sometimes as investors, you know, Don, when we write a check, we want to make sure there's an ROI, return on investment of our money. So we have to look more of an overall of the deal, not because, oh, I'm going to write you a check only because you're a female founder. You get what I'm saying? I do, so Jenny. It, uh, it, I'd, like to ask, yeah. I'd like to ask you, though, the, the issue, because you have a, you're in a great position to answer this question, I think, and that's that sure. as a, as a, you've been on both sides of the coin here. So as a female raising money, which you were, I imagine you were doing early on in your career or continuing to do, how do you overcome that, that uh, stereotype or that stigma of being a female uh, and, a, and a female from outside the United States, for that matter, too, born somewhere else? I mean, those two things you'd think on paper are stacked against you. And how do you overcome that? Or are they stacked against you? Yeah, I, I believe uh, they do stack against us female founders one way or the other. Uh, and how to overcome that really is you got to have a great product. you got to have the uh, the innovations behind the product you've got to have the 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 um uh the passion not only that uh the hustling you got to have the determination uh you know uh to make it work and when you sit down and you talk to different investors uh you have to make them feel comfortable um a lot of the male investors to be honest is they're not used to a strong uh, alpha A type of a female. And the thing is, they get used to a strong male uh, CEO, like the Elon Musk of the world, uh, the, the, the uh, um, uh, Zuckerberg uh, of Facebook of the world. But when a male investor uh, sit in front of a strong female founder, which could be, again, if that female were to be a male, it would be an A plus. Okay, but 
it's because she's a female and she usually 98% of the time sit across a male investor, 50% of that 98%, they get intimidated. I don't know why. Oh, they're intimidated. Oh, I see. You you feel that they get intimidated. A strong woman may be intimidating to those males that are across the table that are doing that, that maybe that they may need to deal with. And, and that's, so you have exactly. to, so really what I hear you saying, Jenny, is that you're, you need to overcome that intimidation factor that on the one hand, you need to appear strong and have your ducks in a row and, and know what you're talking about and be professional and almost be, you know, a, as much of a male as you can in the room toward the, with those types of traits, but at the same time, not be intimidating. And how, how would you overcome that then? Or what, what's your advice to other women well, that might be listening? No, my advice to women and even myself is just be who you are. It's it's not us that is the problem. It's the men that are the problem, to be honest, Don. It's because why? It's because if there's a saying, damn if you do and damn if you don't, right? If you're not strong enough, if if you're not uh, assertive enough, if you're not uh, taking control of the room enough, they're still not going to give you a check because they think that you're a weak CEO. Okay, if they think that you're not like the Donald Trump of the world, go out there and quote unquote kick kick ass, excuse the French, right? Then then you may not uh, be the shark that they're looking for because it's a rough world out there, right? So again, back to the phrase, damn if you do and damn if you don't. So I do mentor a lot of more female uh, founders and CEOs than that of male. Currently, I have 15 Three of them are males and 12 of them are actually females. Hmm. And if you ask me, well, what do I advise those, especially the female ones, is for me to advise them to be who, who they are. If, they're, if they, their roots are strong and, and like myself, I believe I'm strong, then the men have to get used to it. And if they don't, then it's not meant to be. They don't have to give me a check and I don't need a check from them. Right. So, so, it's, so I, what I hear you saying, Jenny, is be yourself and 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 be strong about that. And if the man you're talking to across the table can't accept that, move on and go find men exactly. that do accept that. Is that that what, you, what I hear you saying? Perfect. Exactly. Because you don't change who you are for anyone, even if you have to accept the check. Because you know why? Even if you change yourself and you and you doing this acting fakeness that you're not who you are then you get the check. Then what, what, what's after that? There's going to be an investor. Are you going to fake your CEO all of your life? That's impossible, right? So when you sit in front of an investor, you have to be who you are, okay? Because that's who you are when you run that company. So if the investor comes in and say, you know what? I think Jenny's too strong. I don't match with her personality. Great. Thank you. You know, yeah. Go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And if if they come in and the, if they like the female CEO for who she is, that's a perfect match. That's I see. what and that's, I would advise. Yeah, and that's why I see what you were saying earlier on, Jenny, about how this is what you've really created. I mean, your words are e harmony meets Shark Tank, where you really are matching up. You know, uh, two people that are interested in dating, and you're making sure that there's compatibility there, and it's very similar to that in, in matching an investor and someone with money and someone looking for money. They have to be compatible and they have to get along, and you can, and you have to be yourself as you are in dating. You have to be your honest about who you are and not try to fool anybody. And it's the honesty that will match up the right person with the right person is what what I hear you uh, what this is all about. 
that is that it is perfectly. You said that perfectly again. That is absolutely correct. Good. Well, Jenny, we're getting up on the end of our program here. I'd like to ask you if you have some final bits of advice that you'd like to pass along to anyone listening, whether they're uh, people that are in uh, startups, people that are uh, in your world that might be listening to this podcast, or other uh, people running companies, other CEOs of this size running companies. What what would you like to pass along to those folks right now? Well, obviously, with the pandemic, uh, we're going to be seeing a lot more entrepreneurs coming out probably in 2021. So my message for entrepreneurs out there is just keep your passion and your drive. Uh, without passion, you wouldn't go far. It takes a lot of passion for what you do so that it will give you the self-motivation, the energy and drive to keep going even through difficult days and difficult times. Running a company isn't smooth sailing, that's for sure. But with passion, drive, and determination, you will succeed. It's really that simple. Boy, Thanks, Jenny, that's Don, fantastic. for having me today. Fantastic mm-hmm. advice to pass along. And uh, I really appreciate you being on the show. And I hope our, uh, our listeners will, will feel the same way. So thanks again, Jenny. Great. Thank you so much, Don. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to My Company Story. We have new episodes coming out every week. So please subscribe if you like this. And if you'd like to hear previous episodes, you can go to mycompanystory.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, please email me at don at Thanks for listening.